Shadow Factories and We Evolve present Tales from the Elethian Society, Book 3, Chapter 4, Signs and Portents. that serving the society came without risks. You should know that better than anyone, Lord Arthur. And what exactly do you mean by that, Miss Cadwallader? Exactly what I said. Our work exposes us to terrible danger, but my plan can put an end to all of that. Just think, Lord Arthur, how much safer your wife and child would be in a world where all these godless abominations had never existed. Yes, that's all very well, but there's nothing to say they'd even have met each other without the society to introduce them. A risk worth taking for the chance at a peaceful life, wouldn't you say, Lord Arthur? The previous generation of Roxburghs didn't fare so well after all. What makes you think the society will treat the future one any better? I dare say it, it won't. No, what you're doing is wrong, Miss Cadwallader, and I can't allow you to go through with it. Lord Arthur... Put your wee cowboy pistols down, or I'll be forced to explain the exact circumstances of your miraculous return from the grave. What do you mean? My husband was carefully examined by society experts who concluded that he was entirely untainted by the supernatural. Uh, She does have a point, you know. And you're right, Sophie. Who would want to raise a child in a world like this? Um, if there's a chance for something better... Oh, no, no, you as well. I'm sorry, Doctor, Miss Gordon. I I really am. But I I have to do as she says. Professor Jones is dead! Oh, God, what are we going to do? Calm yourself. Hmm, no sign of a struggle. And she is still quite warm. It's no exactly a natural-looking position she's lying in, is it? Bit early for rigor mortis, wouldn't you say? No breath, no pulse, and yet she does not appear to be dead exactly. You mean it's not too late? Should I fetch the smelling salts? No, Arthur, I mean there's something not right about this. Geometry. Heavens, Auntie, I didn't see you there. Professor Jones has been moved out of time by one of Babbage's geometries. She is neither alive nor dead, at least not yet. How do we reverse it, then? She may be a poor excuse for an academic and an overbearing bully, but well, but those don't deserve this fate. Which is fortunate for you. I have no idea how to reverse it. Babbage, however, might, which makes it all the more imperative that we locate him. Lady Roxborough? Kindly cover the professor with a bedsheet. If she must be in my nephew's bed, it shall at least be with modesty intact. Then we shall enact my plan for furthering this investigation. Your plan? I'm the bloody chapter master, auntie, remember? Yes, very good, Hieronymus. I'm quite silenced by the force of your authority. To continue, 
You and Miss Gordon will investigate the paranormal happenings in the city and collate the details. I have prepared a short list for you. Lady Sophia, you and I shall map out the information we already have and use the pattern it forms to predict Babbage's next movement. And Lord Arthur? Yes? You will undertake the most vital part of our investigation. I need you to travel to Carfax Asylum and glean whatever details you can of Babbage's incarceration and, more importantly, his escape. Oh. Gosh. Carfax, eh? I suppose that's convenient. Take Mr Gillespie with you. He can put his photographic skills to use, documenting what you find for the benefit of the rest of us. Gillespie out of the country. A silver lining to every cloud. No, 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 not again. Should be ready by now. My calculations were flawless. I'm telling you, there was no error. Not possible! There is no possible variable! The device is perfect! But, but who? Ada's dead? Mary's dead? I'm the only one left who could even begin to comprehend it? No! There must be something else! Something I haven't corrected for. Damn this human error. What's Gesicht Really, my dear, there's no need for that kind of language. Your dear, Miss Cadwallader, do not make the mistake of presuming any warmth of feeling between us. You may have forgotten what transpired in Edinburgh in the summer. I have not. All's well that ends well, as I've always said, Lady Roxborough. But as you prefer. I will, however, insist on a rudimentary level of civility if we are to work together, despite your evident frustrations. How is your husband faring, after his wee brush with the beyond? He is quite well, despite your negligence. So very glad to hear it. Now, where were we? There is no pattern to these happenings, at least none which I can discern. We are limited by incomplete information. Everything is filtered through the inaccuracy of eyewitnesses. We cannot even be sure which of these phenomena are genuine and which are merely lies, rumour and hearsay. Let me see the map again. They appear to be clustering to the west of the city. A few outliers, but mostly occurring between the new university buildings and Victoria Street. A crude geographical cluster, nothing more. Even allowing for the unreliability of the average street informant, there's no pattern to the time these events are occurring, nor for how long they last. They've been occurring at random intervals since Monday, at any time of the day or night. How can we possibly predict where they are going to happen next? Delivery for you, Miss Cadwallader. Shall I have it put round the back? No, Mr Godalming. We might as well let a bull loose in a china shop as let those ham-fisted buffoons work without oversight. Carry on with your work, Lady Roxburgh. I shall return forthwith. Oh, Arthur. I hope you're having better luck than I am. Well, here we are. Carfax Asylum. (laughs) Uh, Our home away from home, eh? 
gloomy and unwelcoming. Like home, right enough. It's a bit worse for wear, but it's really a lovely example of early Gothic architecture. Apparently, the name is derived from Quatre Faces because it's got four sides. Four sides. Is that so? Oh, it's a bit strange that they thought that was its defining characteristic. I mean, it's, it's not like buildings are usually triangular. <laughs> Did you hear that? Gosh, I suppose we'd better get inside. Who knows what could be out there in the darkness? Aye, sir. But you'll have to get the bags. Oh, uh, of course. You're back, yes. Ever since the incident. Definitely back. I'm starting to get a bad feeling about this. <clears throat> I suppose they're shut. It's getting on a bit, I suppose. I wouldn't have thought an asylum would have the luxury of keeping regular hours. Lord Arthur, I didn't expect to be seeing you so soon after your last visit. But we've had a lot of society folk poking around after Mr. Babbage made his escape. You didn't mention this place was run by nuns. Didn't I, Mr. Gillespie? Oh, yes. There's been a little order of Benedictines here since the 7th century. The society staffs the place with orderlies and doctors, of course, but it's Sister Hilda and her girls that really keep the place ticking over. Not girls, Lord Arthur. Women. Brides of Christ. Brides of Christ? Brides of Satan, mere like handmaidens of Beelzebub. No more of that, Mr. Gillespie. These ladies do a fine job looking after society members who've suffered in the course of their duty, and I will not have a word said against them. Come inside, both of you. I won't bite, unlike a few of those things out there. Now then, where would you like to begin, Lord Arthur? I think we'd better start in Babbage's cell. Try and get a feel for the man. Certainly. This way, then. Oh, don't mind those poor souls. We do our best to keep them calm, but, well, there's only so much we can do. The shrieking of the godless damned. If they are damned, then it's a damnation they willingly accepted for our sake, Mr Gillespie. There but for the grace of God go we all. All right, mate. What do you give me on my dog to win? Is that a dog? Are you sure it's not just a rat with a wee tartan collar? Aye, it's a dog. Aren't you wee Jamie? Pedigree govern whip it this year. It's got three legs. Don't listen to him, Jamie. My dog's a champion, pal, and I'll prove it. Five pound. All right. It's your money, pal. Ten to one. Go on. Put him in with others, then. They're good to go. On yourself, Jamie! Mon ya wee dancer! I can't even believe I'm seeing this. Yes! There's champion pure blood greyhounds on this track. How did that shilpit wee shite bag win? Born champion, my wee Jamie. That's my good wee lad. Eh, uh, 50 pound you me, pal. Look, pal, how much for the wee dog? Oh man, I couldn't part with my wee Jamie. He's like a son to me. Fifty pound. 
Aye, right then. There you go. Hundred pound. No bad considering I just found him going through the bins ten minutes ago. How come you knew he was going to win then? See me? Just pure lucky, pal. <laughs> oh, for f oh, Another bloody wasted trip. I've said I'm sorry. It sounded convincing at the time. Yes, who'd have thought rumours of a skull in a pub giving forth prophetic utterances would turn out to be utter nonsense? Reality may be crumbling around us, but the inane ramblings of the Glasgow inebriate remain the one thing we can truly rely on. You're just sore because you couldn't get a repeat performance of your free pint trick. It seems that's the kind of fortune a man can only hope for once in his lifetime. Wait a moment, what's going on over there? Where? There, yeah, by the fountain. What's that rabble up to? Out of my way, you useless cumberwolves! Let me through! Look at it! What about it? The fountain! It's, it's running backwards! It must be one of the phenomena! Where are you going? It's him! Billy Forty! Savage! Stop! We need to talk to you! Are you from the Society? How are you doing this? Us doing this? It's you that's doing this! You don't know what you're meddling with. You don't understand. What don't we understand? I'm not going back there. You can't make me. Oh. Oh. Where did he go? Gone. Same trick as he pulled in the asylum, no doubt. How are we supposed to catch a man who can vanish into thin air? That's the question, isn't it, Lord Arthur? How to contain a man of Babbage's abilities. We created this cell specially to hold him. The walls, they're entirely covered in mathematical formula. Did Babbage do this? <laughs> no, Lord Arthur. Last thing we'd have let him have would have been writing implements. This cell was prepared exactly to Mrs. Somerville's specifications. The geometric calculations acted as a barrier to his abilities and kept him calm as a happy side effect. How did he escape then? He had accomplices. Old friends from his university days. From what we've managed to piece together, literally in one case, we think they were members of the so-called Extractors Club, who were promised to liberate its members from institutions such as this one should they ever be so detained. Gosh, that seems remarkably prescient. Do you suppose he always knew he might end up in a place like this? <laughs> Sometimes I think I might, if things carry on the way they've been going. Where about the accomplices? Did they escape with him? Are they still at large? All killed in the attempt set Babbage, I'm afraid. One of them succumbed to Babbage's abilities and was neatly sectioned into six-inch cubes of flesh. The other was shot by our guards. Don't pick at the walls, please, Lord Arthur. On the off chance that he's ever captured, we will need these geometries intact. Oh, sorry, sister. We've got copies of Mrs. Somerville's formula in Dr. Laycock's office, my lord. I can release a copy to you, strictly confidential, you understand. Marvellous. Thank you, sister. Uh, maybe Mr. Gillespie could take a few photographs of the cell walls, just to make sure we get everything in the right place, if we do have to copy it out? I don't see why not, my lord. And in the meantime, perhaps we could collect the documents you mentioned. 
Uh, I'm no mathematician, but I get the feeling this is one of those problems where you really have to show you're working if you want full marks. Oh, certainly, Lord Arthur. I doubt Babbage is fool enough to be lured into the same trap twice, mind you. Nil desperandum, sister. Some of the finest brains in the society are on the case. Well, my wife is, anyway, and she's frightfully clever. I bet she worked it out all already. Scheiße, scheiße, scheiße. Think, Sophia, think. Yes, but if you hadn't scared him off, we might have had a chance to talk with him. Oh, I, I was the one scared him off. No, you lumbering up the hill like an angry old cart horse. Yes, because the sight of a shrieking harpy in hobnail boots is wholly comforting. Oh, sandwiches, marvellous. Bud job, Sophie. You got anything? Nothing. Yourselves? We managed to sight Babbage at the scene of one of the epiphenomena, but unfortunately Jesse scared him away. At least I got a hand on him before he vanished out of thin air. Another epiphenomenon. Pass the map. I shall mark it according to Miss Cadwallader's instructions. Your epi-what's-it was in Kelvin Grove Park. The new fountain was running backwards, the one down by the wee dog track. It was about eh, five past six. And is a pattern miraculously revealing itself? Uh, no, unless anyone's seen a hidden meaning in Big Jaggy Mess. Miss Cadwallader seems quite insistent that a pattern will emerge in time. <sighs> time we don't have. I am sorry about Professor Jones, Doctor. I understand what it is to be faced with the loss of someone for whom one cares. I'm sorry too. There you were, about to get your end away, and then a geometric curse leaves you with the world's worst case of blue balls. Jesse, do not mock the doctor in his time of grief. I'm not mocking! I'm empathising! Story of my life, too, more or less. (laughs) Banjo, what a well-timed arrival. Come in, my good chap, let's have all your news. All right then, big man. Oh well. Oh, you get away from me. You're manging with a drink. Whoops. You have dropped your betting slip? His pockets are absolutely bulging with them. Is that a five-pound note on the floor? Oh, well, waste not, want not. Where are you getting all this money to flash about, you wee scroat? You'd better not be thieving for us. No. No, I didn't. I'm just pure lucky, so I'm... You? Lucky? The unluckiest wee shite in all Clyde's side? Hand them over. Oi! Gah. Dozens of betting slips and tens of pounds. Five pounds on the 605 at the Kelvin Grove dog track. Wait a minute, pass me another. 440 Baileyston. An occurrence was reported in these localities within ten minutes of both times. Map out the rest. Yes, they are all there. They each coincide with the time on the betting slips. Oh, quite the coincidence, eh? What about that one? Ten past ten, yesterday evening. What were you doing then, you ghastly muck snipe? Nothing. I was there doing nothing. Think hard, Bohead. Really stretch yourself. Eh, I, I remember. I was at the bingo with my mammy. Oh, all right. I was playing pontoon. Did you win? Tell you I was lucky. And you didn't think just once to question your astonishing good fortune in winning every bet you placed. I didn't see you looking a gift horse in the mouth when it trotted up with a free pint. 
there was one weird thing, but come to think it, I kept seeing the same old punter with a face like a welder's bench. Turned up every time I made a big score. What did he look like, this man? Is this he? No, he doesn't wear a wig. If he were to remove the wig, might this be a picture of the same man? Eh, aye, come to think of it, there is a bit of a resemblance. Well, well then, Mr Babbage. It seems you're not so elusive as we thought. You thought you could escape the clutches of Hieronymus Cadwallader, but the snare will soon be drawing tight around your neck. We shall have to place the snare there first. Here we go, full-on big game hunter again. Better men than Babbage have tried and failed to elude me. Godalming, fetch my hip flask. The hunt is underway. Thank you so much, sister. I'll take the plans back to Dr. Cadwallader and Sophie. They're bound to know what to do. I hope so, my lord. Won't be long before Babbage is back to his old tricks if he's not stopped. I'll just leave you a few moments then. Gosh, she looks so peaceful. Is she getting calmer? Better? No, Lord Arthur. It's Lord and we're giving her best she sleeps the hours away when she can. The waking world holds nothing but torment for her. I'll... I'll just sit with her for a while, if that's all right with you. Of course it is, love. Hello, Mother. It's me, Arthur. I've got some good news. You're going to be a grandmother. Maybe when the baby's here, I'll bring him for a visit. That will be bound to cheer you up. Oh, God. I've done something terrible, and I can't tell anyone. You and Father, you raised me to know what was right and to do it, no matter the cost. And I've tried so hard to follow your example. I made a deal with the devil to save my skin, and now he's making me do awful Terrible things that I don't even understand the half of. There's something coming, something dreadful, and I'm a part of his plan. And I know I should tell him no and damn the consequences. But I can't. I can't leave her. Not now. Not yet. <laughs> 